the network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is the AV Profession, episode 35, Succession Planning. Support for AV Nation is brought to you by Extron, industry-leading technology backed by world-class support. This is the AV Profession, the look at the business of the AV industry. My name is Tim Albright. I am your host. With us to talk about succession planning is my buddy, Mr. Brad Malone from Navigate Management Consulting. Welcome, sir. Thank you. Good to hear you. A couple, I guess about a month or so ago, uh, good friends of, of, of AV Nations of ours, um, Staring Marketing, went through a succession plan. A, a successfully pulled off a succession plan. They had been uh, preparing a, a young man by the name of Bobby Schwartz to take over uh, as, as the, the, the former president was on his way out and, and retiring. And that led me, Q and I, kind of this conversation. This is more than just selling your company. Succession plan is more than just selling your company. Yes. Why do you, first of all, why do you feel that it's more than just, you know, giving the owner an out? Well, it's, if I create it and, it's, and the owner is just an out, am I leaving a sustainable company? Or did I just kind of drop the ball to someone else? So succession's more than just, I'm going to give the, create a new king in the castle or a new queen in the castle but is the castle healthy yeah. does everybody as as we move up am i creating the next i'll say the next generation of leadership so or the next generation of management so i like the term you know building your next generation way more than succession planning because succession planning just has this feel of it's kind of like bequeath it and then wash your hands of it whereas and there's always that sales side of it, which I'm not a, an expert at that, but I think I'm an expert at how do you build your next generation? Um, so a lead tech, if I want to grow to be you know, a lead tech one to a lead tech three, who am I creating to be the lead tech one? If I'm a PM, how do I create the next PM so that I can grow or I can move? And so to me, the, the, succession planning is always like this i'm going to give something somebody but they're still kind of beneath me or below me versus am i building them up to take over for me and also take over for me better than i could do it so am i building that next generation and that's a cultural conversation is knowledge uh shared or is knowledge power and to me that that building and part of you can use succession planning needs to be that knowledge is shared and I want to create, why would I not create 50 people in a company who all act like they own the company? Not like entitled, but again, like they add value. They know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Their actions align with the performance of the company. And to me, that's the core of, of succession planning. If, if I leave and nobody noticed, I did an awesome job. That makes sense. When you say knowledge should be shared, um, I don't know if this is something you and I have talked about yet, but but what is the most efficient way, I guess, to make sure that that knowledge is shared? Certainly, it's it's not tribal, though there is some of that. But how do you how do you effectively and efficiently transfer the knowledge from the folks who have it to the folks who need it? Uh, a lot of you can look at the metrics for one. 
we'll say. And then there's there's training and there's metrics. So procedures. Uh, if you look at, uh, we can start at the base level, just a technician. This is how we terminate a wire. Here's a picture of a well-terminated wire. Here's three pictures of not, and carry those around. Uh, and then measuring how many good terminations did we do? How many failed? So having a scoreboard is a key way to start to share knowledge or the result of the knowledge. Um, again, most of us wouldn't go play. We play in the backyard. We'd play football. But if we went to a Friday night high school game, would we go if there was no scoreboard? Would we go if nobody was actually looking at how we were doing? So I find that measurement, and again, that's diff way different than micromanagement, but measurement of the key uh, skills and the results are the way that you start to share knowledge. Uh, finance is a, a key piece of that too. How are we doing from a gross profit level? How are we doing from a, a revenue level? How does my action uh, impact things? How, uh, how many RMAs do we have? How much excess inventory is in the warehouse? Well, if nobody's noticing, then how can I uh, align their skills and their behaviors with the result that I want? So that's a key thing is that knowledge is shared. How do you go about? I'll go back to, to you know mm -hmm. uh, my buddy Bobby. Um, they built and, and they you know made sure that that he had you know, what he needed uh, to take over. Mm -hmm. If you're advising someone, let's say that you're five or ten years out, right? How would you advise someone to say, you know what, you need to replicate yourself and, and build a better version of you so you can leave? Mm -hmm. And again, back to what you said, nobody notices. Right. How, how do you do that? How do you make sure that the, the next person taking your spot is not only as good, but obviously better than you uh, at, at what you're doing? Um, a lot of times it's, it's, I find it's writing down the questions that I think about. So there's, you know, lots of cool things, mind mapping and all those things. But it's really, if I'm trying to bequeath to you or share my knowledge, what I want to do is share my brain. Hmm. So, Tim, I'm going to, you know, you're going to be my my replacement in five years. This is what I think about when I come into a meeting. I'm thinking about these three things, and I want to look at these three metrics. And when I see them, you know, depending on where where the metric is going, this is my next thought. So I want to I want to teach you my thought process. The why. You know, why do I think? You know, why why am I thinking that? The what? What deliverable do I want? Okay, what do I want to have accomplished? And then. The third piece is how. How do we now go make that happen? So I want you to understand the the why, what, and how of my brain, and then the infrastructure around that that supports that. Uh, I mean, you know, we both have children. It's like, well, what's the, uh, you know, how do we raise intelligent, well-structured children? We teach them how to think well, how to make assumptions, how to make decisions, and then when they make either good or poor decisions, and a poor decision they could still learn from. Mm -hmm. You know, what was the ramification of that decision? So spending time with people um, and understanding, again, getting them to understand your thought patterns, you understanding their thought patterns, because they could be thinking way better than you also. But it's it's understanding cause and effect. And to me, that's knowledge. Let's dive into that really quickly before we okay. let you go. Is, is How do you then create a culture that values spending time with people? Right, because that that is it, it, you know mm -hmm. it, it's going to take time. It, it's going to take resources. 
but you have to give the upper management, you have to give those people who are training their replacement the the margin to train them and to spend time with them. What you've got to allocate it, um, and you have to invest in it. Uh, so it has to be proactive, and it, and it's an investment. So we send people to technical training, but do we send them to general management training and uh, performance training? So ten percent a minimum of a manager's time should be allocated to training their people. Hmm. Uh, and we have to carve that out and dedicate that to that, to that as an investment that will reap benefits. And then the, so one, I've got to set, have the time, but two, I've got to have the, the tools and the vision to do that. But again, what we, what measured gets done, well, what are we measuring? And we want to tell people why we're measuring it, what we're measuring it, how we're measuring it, and then what are we doing with the data that comes out of that measurement? Again, get them beyond the checklist to understand the why of the checklist. And that, that takes time, but also giving them the authority then. So, you know, little toddlers moving up, you've got to crawl, you've got to walk, you've got to run. And then once they run, you've also got to let them be, be free to go run. And a lot of times we, as managers, I always view as, as a manager, did I make them better than me? Did I give them the opportunity to grow beyond me? Then then I I put that down as a success. So a lot of the, I read uh, Ken Blanchard a lot, the whole one minute series. Yeah. And he's got just a great you know philosophy of how you, simple, but how you really grow people. And that's what, as an industry, I think we need to grow that next generation we we're having a hard time finding a lot people to come into companies now whether they be technical or engineering project managers and i think that's because we're not growing them enough when they hit people are are yearning for growth and it's like are we doing that are we giving them the opportunity to actually learn not only the technical piece but the business piece all right that'll be a good place to stop mr brad malone how do people get a hold of you uh, website would be a great place, www.navigatemc.com. Got a lot of cool stuff out there. And for us, for Aviation, you can go by the website, aviation.tv. That's aviation.tv. You'll find this program and a host of others. And while you're there, please check out our supporter section. These are the folks who help us financially, help us bring you AV Profession, AV Week, and so many more. All that and more at aviation.tv. That's aviation.tv. That's aviation.tv.